Okay, hi. Hi. Welcome to the Dear Me, Love Me podcast. Uh, I'm T. Boyd. I'm Brooke Upholzer. We haven't like actually introduced ourselves in a while, I've realized. Oh, like right at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so this is the podcast where we write letters to our past selves about things we wish we knew. The th- reason I'm going super fast is because my letter is so long. <laughs> and that's also the reason why we didn't have an episode last week either is because one, T was on a work trip. Correct. And two, um, I have been working. Nice. Thanks. I've been working on this for a while (laughs) and um single spaced it was about uh three and a half pages long and um you'll understand why because you don't know what it's about i have no idea she has no idea can i make a guess no not until um i am about to yeah okay uh if i will i will start reading it and then you can say you're right or wrong but you have to keep to your word write it down on your phone right now no i have it in my head i'm definitely wrong okay um so no don't don't say it i'm not gonna say it but i know i'm wrong because i'm just making up things once i once i'm done with my first paragraph i will give you a thumbs up and you can say right or wrong okay deal deal um i do have a correction correction for (laughs) yeah yeah we're carrying karen kilgariff and georgia hardstark now could you imagine i know i know you'd be karen though and i'd be georgia no swap sorry oh shit sorry (laughs) fuck that's oh why God, I was like, are you sure? No, I'm not sure. I meant that you're Georgia and I'm Karen. Yeah, that's that is that's that accurate. Is, mm, that's very accurate. Um, <laughs> I do have a correction. Um, so I did some some research on Shaker Heights because right. I got into an argument with a guy who was from Shaker Heights Amazing. on Instagram on Facebook. Correct. Um, and so Shaker Heights, you know, we said that it like they were totally part of redlining, like, you know, and they were that is wrong. They were a planned community for both African American and white people in oh. hopes for it to be a utopia of people coming together with diversity. But it has had some really awful issues mm-hmm. um still with it with racism, especially in its school system which oh, yeah. um uh which little, little fires, fires everywhere, everywhere touched right. on there that is real like there mm-hmm. is a reality of their um they actively do not put their black students in ap classes and advanced classes fucking so they they have dealt with their big share of racism okay. so i was like really upset when i like <laughs> when i got into a fight with that guy on You're facebook like, and i was like oh he was totally part of white playing community of shaker heights no that is wrong it okay. is supposed to be a utopia it is not a utopia okay but they tried like good they, for you for for acknowledging your mistake yeah they, that's growing as an adult thank you i appreciate it okay I said nothing wrong, so if any of you fuckers try and correct me, <laughs> fuck you. Wrong. I, I, I say nothing wrong ever. ever. I'm just kidding. I know I said a lot wrong. Ever. I never say anything wrong. <laughs> okay, but that guy on Facebook was still fucking wrong. Yeah, um, correct. Anyway, so are you ready for me to jump right into yes, this? Let's because do it. Uh, I'm already in time. an emotional state, so like I'm really sorry if I cry. Are you ready? You're going to cry, but you're going to silently cry while staring at me, and I'm going to wonder if it's allergies. That's it's, what's going to happen. T, I don't have allergies. Let's just like, I legitimately have zero allergies. I've never been allergic to anything in my life, including pollen and including oh, so seasons. You just cry. I just cry constantly. Okay. This well, is a this is a thing. Fair enough. Here we go then. All right. So we're starting at three minutes and 20 seconds. Let's <gasps> this see. This is the quickest we've ever started. <laughs> see, Proud I, of us. I'm going to be really out of breath after this really long letter. Go for it. Okay. Dear me, I didn't think I would cry. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, continue. It's okay. I didn't think losing someone I had never met would hurt so badly. She was astounding, brave, legendary. She fought for me, and she didn't know me. She stood up for me, and she never had to meet me face to face to actually care. That night, the collective gasp of every sound mind in America and non-Americans alike sucked the oxygen from the world for a moment 
And to be honest, I wasn't even taught about her or what she did for this country, for my Mm -hmm. gender or for my rights until very recently. And it's a shame, really. We learn about all of the important men of this country, but women are very seldomly spoken for. So here I am teaching you, Little Brooke, about a woman who changed the world. The notorious RGB. Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg. RGB. And she's already <laughs> sobbing, just for the record. Uh. Tears streaming down her face. But the minute you were like, oh, uh, one single solitary tear just landed on her iPad. Just one. It was very. Oh, you're really crying. I know. Oh, it's okay. I'll okay. use my sleeve. This is okay. It's fine. It's like I just moved in. I don't. I don't have shit. I know. I know. It's fine. Oh, I'm so excited. Uh, was uh, were you wrong? I was wrong. What did you think it was? Gonna I be? thought it was going to be like a murder or something. Oh, <laughs> I was like, that's where we're going. But then you're like, it's really important to my mom. And I was like, oh shit, what's going to be? Yeah. The this garage. The garage. The garage. Park that Big Mac truck right in this little garage. Garage. <laughs> garage. garage. Oh, I'm so, I was explaining to a young lady who is under the age of 11, uh-huh. uh, who's kind of a family member. Uh, we were watching, well, she asked me, she's like, I've seen this person on the news. Who is that? And yeah. I had to explain to her who yeah. this person was. And I'm so excited that you're doing this. Okay. Okay. Oh, I'm so excited. Great. And Butters I, is too. and you know, all the kids who like the Gen Zers who do listen to this podcast and the people who listen to this podcast who are not Gen Z, they know who she is, but, Correct. um, and I'm sure they've do watched know, every though? documentary, but I just like, I want you to, to hear it again because Correct. it's amazing. I'm so excited. Good. I'm, I'm really glad <laughs> after this, we should watch the movie. Yeah. Wait, can we watch on the basis of sex? Yes. I just watched Let's the documentary. Watch that. Okay, great. That sounds perfect great. to me. All right. Born in 1933 in Brooklyn, New York. Yeah. Wow. Joan Ruth Bader is the second daughter of Celia and Nathan Bader. Their first child, Marilyn, died at the age of six of meningitis when Ruth was only 14 months old. Oh. Yes. When Ruth began school, there were several other Jones in her class. Celia suggested to her teacher that she call her daughter Ruth in order to avoid confusion with the other girls. And it stuck. Oh. Um, So, hang on. I got to burp. Uh. Oh, wow. Well, that was a good one. Um, mm-hmm. So Ruth's family did not call her Joan or Ruth. They called her Kiki because um, her sister would call her Kiki because she would kick her all the time as a baby. <laughs> like she would kick her like, like kick, kick, yeah. kick, kick, kick. So she called her Kiki. And that's what all of her like her friends, her family knew her as as a child was Kiki. <gasps> so that's I know it's really cute. I really liked that. All right. Um, oh. Celia herself, which is Ruth's mother, was quite smart, graduating from high school at the age of 15, oh, but, shit. but could not further her education as her parents decided to send her brother to college. And they only had... Uh, and she had a vagina, so she couldn't. And then, yeah, they also, they only had money for one. And that was right. actually the same in my mom's family, too. They um, they chose to send my Uncle John to, to <sighs> school as well. Um, I mean, like, I get it in the time period because it's 10 times harder for a woman to... to Oh, yeah, exactly. I get it, but I hate it. So education for Ruth was a priority for Celia. Oh, yes, Celia. Yes, bitch. This is a direct quote from Ruth. Neither of my parents had the means to attend college, but both taught me to love learning, to care about people and to work hard for whatever I wanted or believed in. Oh, all right. Ruth went to James Madison High School who later dedicated their law program courtroom in her honor. Celia struggled with cancer all throughout Ruth's high school years and died a day before her graduation. Oh. Mm -hmm. Ruth went on to go to her undergrad at Cornell, where she met her husband, Martin Ginsburg, when she was 17 in 1964. 17. There was four men to every one woman at Cornell. Cool. 
<laughs> Cornell was the ideal place to send a girl. Ruth said, my first semester at Cornell, I never did a repeat date. But then. <laughs> <laughs> yes, girl. But then I met Marty and there was something amazingly wonderful about this man. He was the first boy I ever knew who cared that I had a brain. Most mm. guys in the 50s didn't. Meeting Marty was by far the most fortunate thing that has ever happened to me. Oh, she she stated this in the RGB uh, my heart. 2018 documentary, which is where I got a lot of my information, by the way. I will I will cite my sources oh. after this is done. My heart. They married one month after graduation. Oh, also, I want to note that Ruth experienced sexual harassment during her time at Cornell. She yeah, was taking a chemistry class and the teacher gave her what she thought was a practi practice exam. She realized the next day that he had given her an advanced copy of the test and wanted <gasps> sex in exchange for it. Mm. Mm -hmm. Imagine yeah. that realization, though, where you're like, wow, a practice exam. Cool. Yeah. That holy And it was shit. the real test that he had given her. <sighs> Men, don't do that. <laughs> Yeah, seriously, don't do that. In 1955, she went on to be one of nine women in a class of about oh. 500 people at Harvard Law. Oh Not only God. that, but she, but she came to Harvard with a 14-month child at home. Holy shit. But also, like, here's the thing. I know that her husband was also in Harvard Law, correct? Uh, yes. From what I recall yes. From, yes. from On the Basis of Sex, they were there together going yes. to classes. Not only was her husband like absolutely continue your education, yeah, in the same thing I'm doing, yeah, even though we both have a kid during that time period, yeah, that is unbelievable. And I don't know of many couples that would be able to sustain that in modern times, no, without the stigma of sex Correct. or a lesser stigma. But that's unbelievable. I know, I know. That's why I, I think she Imagine like how meeting. Fucking proud he was when she walked in. And he's like, "That's my wife, one of nine. What's up, bitch?" <laughs> Have you seen her senator, uh, her not her senator, sorry, her, her, um, yeah, her senator meeting, the confirmation meeting with all the senators. Have you seen when no, she talks about I Marty? To. I need to. He, like when she talks about him and how he supported her, he's right behind her, like in, oh. or during the confirmation hearing. And he just like puts his head down and starts smiling and shaking the his head when they start talking. He's the John Krasinski to Hermely Blunt. For, oh, like they are the OGs. Like oh. it is ugh, goals, like absolute freaking My heart. goals. She said, you felt like you were constantly on display. So if you were called on in class, you felt that if you didn't perform well, mm -hmm. that you were failing not just for yourself, but for all, all women. Women, the women are stupid and I don't respect them. That's every all men. all men in that class. Yes. The dean had invited all the women of the program to his house for a dinner where they were asked to stand up. And um, and he asked each one of them, why are you at Harvard Law taking the place of a man? <gasps> he he asked every single one of them to justify <gasps> their being there in the place okay, of a man. Do you think that he, that professor was being a real Richard or was trying to like prove a point? Being I like, look he, how ridiculous that is. Or you think he just was being an asshole? No, he was being an asshole. <laughs> I think he he said, prove yourself. I hate men. Prove yourself worthy. I hate men. Yes. I wish I wasn't attracted to them. 100% I mean, same. I'm attracted to everybody, but I wish I wasn't attracted to I don't think I've no ever offense. been asked by, like, a woman if I, like, uh, as Gen Z say, listen to the girl in red now. That, but, like, right. If I am a lesbian or if I like women. And, but if I did, I, it just like um, Amy Poehler says about yeah. uh, Ann Perkins. And yes. she's like, I wish. Like, I wish. when she's like, oh, don't I, I wish. Like, I wish. I wish. It would make life easier. Honestly, 
tea would make my life so much easier uh, girl. if I liked women. Like, uh, I didn't realize I liked women until after I was married. And I was like, well, God damn it. Well, God damn. Not like. Uh, <sighs> I find women very beautiful, but sexually attractive. I do not, which makes oh. me so sad. I find it all attractive. <laughs> anything. Anything with a face. Anything with a face. <laughs> Kobu just like, from The Lion King just like, into it. It's like uh, um, in Schitt's Creek when he says, I like I like wine. Just I don't really care about the label. Yes. I love that. That's how I feel. I love that um, yeah. analogy. It makes me really happy. I like people's hearts. Me too. When her husband was diagnosed with testicular cancer, she attended both of his cla- both of their classes and Unreal. her own, taking notes for him so she could keep he could keep up with his studies while he was going through treatment. Oh. And then um, when she couldn't attend his classes, she would talk to his friends, get his note their notes, and like notate them for him so he could understand it without having to actually go to class. So like, and they had a fourteen month old. Yes, maybe a little at older that at that point, point. I think she was like two, but still, holy yeah. shit. Yeah. <sighs> Fuck, I get tired of going to the grocery store. I know. Fuck. When he recovered, Martin was offered a job at a law firm in New York City, so she transferred to Columbia Law. She tied for first in her class and graduated (gasps) in 1959. Yes, girl. Even so, no law firm in the entirety of New New York would employ her. (gasps) Entirety of the city of New York would employ her. Even though because she's she was a top of her class at Columbia. All of her like colleagues and friends who went to school with her like were like at firms. All the, her male colleagues and friends uh, were at firms and they would say, there is this person that I know and they were top of their class. But the second they said she, the Game firm over. would say no. They go, we don't hire women. <sighs> oh. We don't hire women. And back then, if you were a woman and you were pregnant, you had the right to be fired in some states. If you got pregnant. I'm so angry. I know. And the thing is, is this, this is only in the 60s. This isn't like the colonial times. This is, this is like our grandparents. And then like right around this time is when my dad and my mom were born. So fuck. Like. (laughs) 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 All right. So in 1963, she became a law professor at Rutgers. Uh, she then went on to co-run the women's rights project with the ACLU. And if you watch the movie on the basis of sex, the latter part of the movie is focused on mm-hmm. a case that she argued with the 10th circuit court of appeals for the case of Moritz versus commissioner. That's right. I do remember this in which a never married man was denied caregiver tax deductions because of his gender. Right. She worked on that case with her husband, Martin. They won the case. Do you want me to pause really quick? No, I can hear you. <laughs> can you hear me? Okay. <laughs> so they won that case and her first case in front of the supreme court was uh frontiero versus richardson in 1973 so sharon frontiero was a lieutenant in the united states air force and she sought a dependence allowance for her husband because um men got dependence allowance for their whip their wives right so federal law provided that wives of members of the military automatically became dependents. Husbands of female members of the military, however, were not accepted as dependents unless they were dependent on their wives for over one half of their support. Holy so shit. So it like, didn't matter if the, if the wife matter. had a full-time job. She, they still got dependent um, like tax or wow. whatever um, money from the government. That's right. I do remember that she, in order to change certain sexist laws, she often outlined... Yes. How it was sexist towards men. And, yep. And I talk about this. That's and, right. Okay. Yeah. Um, so Frontiera's request for dependent status for her husband was turned down. 
I knew that I was speaking to men who didn't think that there was such a thing as gender-based discrimination, and my job was to tell them that it really exists, (laughs) said Ruth. They won that case. However, they lost the standard of review that they wanted by one vote. They wanted to make it so sex discrimination would be treated like race discrimination. They needed five justices' approval for that, and they only got four. Mm. So they won the case, but they did not get the approval to change the law. They didn't Um, get what they wanted. Correct. So it was unfortunately a win-lose on their end. In 1975, the ACLU with Ruth took on the Weinberger versus Weinsfield case. It was a great example of how gender discrimination also affects men and was such an incredibly smart move. As back then and even now, men have a hard time understanding that gender discrimination also affects them. Yep. (laughs) Stephen Weinsfield and Paula Polchek were married in 1970. Polchek had worked as a teacher for the first five years or for five years prior to their marriage and continued teaching after they were married. Her salary was the principal source of the couple's income, and Social Security contributions were regularly deducted from her salary. In 1972, Polchek died in childbirth, which left Winesfield with the care of their newborn son. Winesfield applied for the Social Security benefits for him and his son and was told that his son could receive them, but he could not. Social Security Act provides benefits based on the earnings of a deceased husband and father that are available to both child and widow. The benefits for a deceased wife and mother, however, are only available to the children. Mm. In 1973, Winesfield sued on behalf of himself and similarly situated widowers. Good for him. He claimed that the relevant section of the Social Security Act unfairly discriminated on the basis of sex and sought some and sought some summary judgment. A three-judge panel of the district court granted Winesfield's motion for a summary judgment. So the question to the Supreme Court was, does the gender-based distinction in Social Security benefits violate the Due Process Clause of the Fifth Amendment? Mm. The Supreme Court held that the purpose of the Social Security benefits for the surviving spouse and child is to enable the surviving spouse to properly care for the children regardless of the gender of the parent. Gender-based discrimination regarding these benefits is therefore both illogical and counterproductive. It was a unanimous decision. Ruth believed that lasting change was only going to be made going to be made step by step and not one big swoop. She was kind of like looked at um, down by for that. Like for change was like people really wanted change to be one giant swoop of change. And um, Ruth knew that it could not, especially in that time, could not happen. So she made a point, no matter how small the step, that she was going to make it to make things more equal. So she took on cases that would bring about change for a woman, whether that was a small step or a big step. With every case came the backhanded comments from the justices about women. She stated in a case, men and women are persons of equal dignity and they should count equally before the law. To which Justice William Reinquist interrupts with, you won't settle for just putting Susan B. Anthony on the new dollar? No. No. No, we won't. We're not happy with that. As women, I speak for all of us. That's not enough. Fuck you guys. That was met with snickers and jeers from the rest Correct. of the courts and the justice and the justices. Fuck you. When asked about these types of comments and how she responded, Ruth is reminded what her mother had taught her. <laughs> Never in anger. 
which is why I'm not a Supreme Court justice. No, same. I like <laughs> my what she instinct said. was like, "Fuck you, fuck y'all, like, fuck but, you." Yeah. This is why my cousin Maggie is in law and not me because Maggie like can like she literally is so, can be so stoic at times. She can be very angry, but like if she needs to debate something, she will do it with just complete poise. Oh, and she will be president one day. Love it. I'll vote for her. So Maggie for president. Maggie Eccles for president. Never in anger. That would have been self-defeating. Yeah. Always as an opportunity to teach. This is this is really funny. She said, I did see myself as a kind of kindergarten teacher in those days <laughs> because the judges didn't think sex discrimination existed. One of the things I tried to plant in their minds was think about how you would like the world to be for your daughters and your granddaughters. Mm. Ruth won five out of the six cases that she argued before the Supreme Court. Love and this it. was before she right, got before on, she the was on the Supreme Court, Court herself. Right. When Jimmy Carter was, so this all, everything I just told you mm-hmm. is before she was even a Supreme Court justice. Which is why she got to be one. Correct. So when Jimmy Carter became president, he took one look around at the federal courts and said, they all look like me, mm-hmm. white old men, but not all the American people look like me. So, Jimmy, good for you, buddy. Good for you, Jimmy. Good for you, Jimmy. So he made a promise to change that. And that oh. is when Ruth became judge of the United States Court of Appeals of the District of Columbia Circuit. And oh. she was there from 1980 to 1993. So wow, he 13 like, fucking years. So he like, pa- they, they passed this saying that they could elect more judges. And he did that so he could elect judges who were um, of minority and, and were women. So Jimmy. a lot of black judges, a lot See, of uh, women judges were appointed. The, we need then. another Jimmy. I don't know what else Jimmy did. He might have done some terrible shit. He might shit. have been a shit house. I have no idea. Like but I, with a name like Jimmy. Jimmy. Like Jimmy. he did not change his name to James. Yeah. Like Jimmy he, Carter. He, he like continued like being Jimmy. Jimmy. We Jimmy. have like Abraham. Ulysses. Jimmy. <laughs> Who do I want to grab a beer with? Let me tell you. Jimmy. 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 I would trust Jimmy with my drink at a party. Uh, you know, I don't say that too lightly. I have no idea. What yeah, kind that's of true. Other, he I, might be a fucking nightmare. I, might, I immediately rescind that. You know what? I trust <laughs> no one except for my own father with my drink at my party. And that's it. Yeah. And that's because he taught me. My dad always, when I went to college, he's like, you hold on to your drink. He goes, you put that drink down, you go get a new drink. Yeah. Somebody hands you a drink, you say thank you. You put that drink down, you go get a new drink. See, I wouldn't even trust my own dad. He would put an extra shot in there. <laughs> no, my dad would be like, he'd, he'd try and like vibe with people, but yeah. then be like, nah. No. no no all right so it was then she was nominated for the u.s supreme court justice yes. by president bill clinton who you know it's fine i'm glad you did that he Good did for you. i would not trust him with my drink yeah, absolutely not no 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 i wouldn't trust what president uh the top of your mind obama obama like yeah. legitimately like, i would hand obama, obama my drink and because michelle would be standing next to him correct and michelle I would, would be like does she need a refill? Go get her a refill. And yeah. I'd be like, I trust both of you with my life and I, my dog's life. I trust I trust them implicitly. Implicitly. Im fucking implicitly. I trust them completely. It's That's about it. And honestly, that's about Maybe it. Maybe J no, not JFK. Nope. Not nope, JFK. Not JFK. Nope. Not, not after watching the, the crown. Correct. And not after knowing what he did to Marilyn. No, no. No. Just no. Obama. No, no. Obama. 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 He knows Obama. I love uh, no, Obama. No, it's <laughs> what is it? he knows Barack. Oh, he knows Barack. I, I love Barack. Barack. I'm, I'm swiping right. right. I need to. <laughs> I need to like make a parody of that on TikTok. That's like jo- a picture of Joe Biden. Yeah. It's like, he, he knows, knows Barack. Barack. I, I love Barack. Barack. I'm swiping right. right. Like I'm voting for Biden. Correct. He knows Barack. Fair. 
but it's, she's like slightly drunk so she says bara and it makes me laugh Barah. he knows bara I, I love bara i'm swiping right <laughs> barack you could have my drink at a party any day correct because michelle would murder you if anything happened absolutely fucking murder you correct okay so at the time she was viewed as a moderate and clinton wow. was looking to diversify the court Ruth went on to be the second female and the longest serving Jewish judge. The U.S. Senate confirmed her with a 96 to 3 vote. Wow. 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 Yeah. That's amazing. I know. What was Kavanaugh? Fuck. Let's find out. (laughs) Let's find the fuck out. God, Brett Kavanaugh. Mm -mm. Kavanaugh. Look up confirmation vote number. Confirmation. Not coffee banana. (laughs) (laughs) There was like a tweet that was like, did anybody else's job interview include you crying about how much you love beer or was it just Brett Kavanaugh? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. How many was it? Let's see. 50 to 48. Oh my God. I feel like that's too fucking close. Too close. Hitler got in by one vote. That's two. Well, that's too fucking close. Yeah, that's really close. It needs to be, like, different. 96 Fuck. to 3. 96 to 3 versus 50 to 48. That's a completely, like, like <sighs> almost unanimous, like, unpartial, unpartisan decision. Right. When it's oh, b- bipartisan, does that mean you're, when you're bipartisan, does yeah, that mean you're like together? You, yeah, it's like all of it. All of, okay, because I was thinking bipartisan, Fuck. it would be, like, maybe I'm separate. Wrong. I don't know. Um, Fuck, you know what? Fuck, you know, I'm just going to say it. Fuck this fucking current situation. Yes. Fuck this. Ugh. I know. It makes me really I angry, too. I hate. <laughs> what? I hate Trump supporting Republicans. That's correct. I hate Trump. I hate Trump supporting anybody because they are so blinded and so culty. It just breaks my heart. Well, it's just like Trump, um, like is trying to pass a like uh, education reform, um, mm-hmm. a, a like a pro like a American, pro, like some propaganda bullshit. It's like it is honestly some Nazi p- some bullshit, straight up fucking propaganda. It's disgusting. Like it makes me really sad, and it makes me happy that like pro we're America. we're putting stuff like this out there like the columbus oh um, i'm gonna we should if this if that shit passes we're we're gonna continue to do this once a month because you know what america is a beautiful beautiful country i am very proud of my country with a very checkered past yes and we need to learn about it we need to learn about we're not playing with your donut butters (laughs) stop it you you got anything you want to say well said America has such a checkered past and I think it's so important that people learn about it. It doesn't mean I don't love America. I fucking love America. Right. I'm very patriotic. Doesn't mean that I can't be like, yeah, we had some shitty times. Yeah. Um, And it shouldn't be the people who won the war that gets to write about it. It should be both sides. Correct. Like with like, and like meet a little middle ground, not even a little middle ground. Just have both, both opinions. Oh, that's what I mean. Like Like, in, in history books, show it from both sides. Yes. Uh, oh my god yes. it's because we're drinking miller light correct all right just so you all get the vision we're drinking miller light eating leftover chocolate covered strawberries and pretzels popcorn we're gonna get pizza later and my dog because we've never recorded here is just bringing all of his toys to us and dropping them at our feet Yay. he doesn't understand why we're ignoring him but that's you know that's just butters just butters okay continue 
Some notable cases during her tenure on the Supreme Court include the 1996 case United States versus Virginia. The U.S. filed a suit against Virginia Military Institute, arguing that their gender-exclusive admissions policy violated the Equal Protections Clause of the 14th Amendment. Mm. The state of Virginia argued not only that women weren't properly suited for VMI's rigorous training, but also that the state's creation of a separate military program at the women's only liberal arts school, Mary Baldwin University, was sufficiently equal. The court disagreed and struck down the all-male admission policy. And that was with help of Ruth. Yeah. So this was a big one. Okay. Um, uh, and a big one, and I mean that something really um, a very iconic came out of this. And it was also huge. It, it What do you got to say? What's the matter? What's wrong? Oh, man, we missed it. We'll get it because he wants his food. <laughs> so this is Bush versus Gore in 2000. Oh. So do you, do you know this case? No. Me either. Like, I didn't. I until, was like. Well, I knew of it. I kind of knew of it uh-huh. until um, I like did more research on this. Okay. So George W. Bush's campaign filed an emergency application to stop a Florida Supreme Court mandate for a manual recount of the ballots. Oh, wait. I do know this. The, the vote was so close in Florida, and whoever won Florida won the election. Right. So they had to... Um, <laughs> T is pretty much interviewing her dog right now. She's like, <laughs> I am listening, go, yes. but also, and then I, passing, yeah. passing the mic to Butter. It's like, because yes, he growls at me when he's hungry, I and it's really cute. Uh, but I want him to do it on on air. <laughs> sit down, good sit. <laughs> okay, so um, the court granted Bush's application, and the court's decision to end the recount handed Bush the election with the victory of Florida. So RBG was dissenting on this matter she did not yes she did not want that to happen because she was like what the fuck like we us as the courts do not have should not have the say of the people of florida who voted and it is widely speculated that if they would have recounted gore would have won the whole our whole world would have been different massively massively different like even if 9-11 still would have happened we might not have gone to war. We might not right. have, like, it's, right. there's so much that could have happened with Gore. And I'm not saying that Bush, like, is terrible because he's, there's so much wrong with what he did and whatever. But I'm saying that it's, th- that decision from the Supreme Court was huge. It was changing the shape of America. Right. So the court granted, you know, the application. RBGB had a, um, RBG um, had the dissenting opinion. And she famously wrote in her opinion, I dissent, uh-huh. which was a huge departure from the court's decorum because normally justices would dissent with the word respect- respectfully, mm-hmm. but they would say, I dissent respectfully or I respectfully dissent. Mm. No, RG- RBG just full ass said, fuck you. Yes. This is wrong in the most classy way possible. Love it. She was just like, not An omission of one word. Is all it takes. And all it, it was all it took. And and that like sparked something. Like, cause there's, you know, you have there's you see so many t shirts, so many things with right. I dissent. Like it's just it was so just in your face in uh, in so many different ways. She also called Donald Trump a faker in two thousand sixteen and had to Yay. come out and publicly apologize because she said I shouldn't have uh, I should not publicly True. say my um, opinion because I should be impartial. 
and but she she called him a faker love it <laughs> so all right so we'll move on to a, to a few more cases okay um obergefell versus hodges in 2015 so this case was the case that granted same-sex couples the right to marry in hey, all 50 states love it when the court's arguments led to a procreation debate about like because gay couples Ugh. can't procreate but not everybody wants to procreate. she like laughed and she derided it by asking them whether a 70 year old heterosexual <laughs> couple would be allowed to marry when clearly they could not procreate either yes bitch <laughs> yes and the court ruled but also, like if procreation is the only basis for marriage are we what the fuck is this i don't want kids and i'm married yeah surprise 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 i yeah i've taken many uh, a different path to make sure that doesn't, doesn't happen. happen i know i know jesus yeah so the court ruled 5-4 in favor of legaling sa- legalizing same-sex marriages mm. now that if somebody like ruth was not on the bench if it there was a conservative been, right. it would have been um five four the other way and um same-sex marriage so hard right now i know he missed me <laughs> um same-sex marriage would not be legalized in all 50 oh. states right now if it was not Which for somebody like ruth so ridiculous huge another one of our rbg's um dissents came from the case of Ledbetter versus goodyear tired and rubber company of 2007 so Ledbetter sued her employer of 19 years for de- gender discrimination after she discovered that the company had been paying her less than all of her male counterparts this was in 2007 oh she argued that it uh, violated um, the is V five, yes, correct, yes. Um, the you ti- are correct. Yeah, okay, so it it violated the Title seven. Um, it violated Title seven of the Civil Rights Act of nineteen sixty four. Goodyear said that the same clause required the complaint complaintive to the complaint to be filed within one hundred and eighty days of violation. What the fuck so is she that could legally shit? only call into question the one hundred eighty days rather than her nearly two decades of work there. What? Yeah, it's yeah. Ew. So, so the court ruled five four in favor of Goodyear. <gasps> oh. And Ruth did not file her dissent quietly. Usually, you file your dissent um with the account with the clerk and they right. um they read it but she translated the official document that she wrote into a more understandable version and read it publicly from the bench Jeez. she wanted to make sure that though this case was not a win that the gender age the gender wage gap got the attention that it deserved and she pressed congress to amend the 180 day clause which they ended up doing and when Obama took office, the Lilly Ledbetter Fair Pay Act was signed as his very first bill as his presidency. Oh. So the bill was named after her, of the woman who uh, oh. lost her case. Um, I but didn't know that. I know. Isn't that amazing? So amazing. So she made sure that, and it, it was very impressed in the article that I was reading that she, she dumbed it for lack of better terms she dumbed it down like she had this right. beautiful written document of why she dissented and then she dumbed that down so she oh. could read it on the bench so the american public could realize that the gender wage gap is still a huge problem do you remember the question you always would get where it's like if you could have dinner with anyone dead or alive who would it be i think i'm if changing my answer to her now yeah. I, I would love to pick her brain i know fuck yeah god damn it yeah She's amazing. She was amazing. She could have had my body get out style. I would have given it. <laughs> I, I would have fucking cared. Honestly, Take I would have gladly given it. Fuck. Yeah, get out style. <laughs> That's really funny. I like that. She could have had my body. 
for sure for sure take it i don't care take it did you see that her personal trainer um did push-ups I, so, in front of her i grade? laughed so and apparently everyone was like she would have loved that which shows to me that she had a fantastic sense of humor. humor yeah which made me want to like be friends with her and get a beer with her can you imagine if that was your grandma not only is she one of the most powerful women and has changed so much she can also but do over has, 20 push-ups like, right i can't do 20 push-ups no me but either also has a good i can't even do humor one. yeah fuck yes i don't have a personal trainer but if i did I'd like them to do push-ups in my and, and maybe like the bartender at my local bar can come do like some shots in front of my yeah in my casket. That's the equivalent for me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> See, they'd be like, T would equivalent. love that. T would love it if you did a body shot off of she her when she was in her funny. <laughs> honestly, I would be funny. like, Yes, I do. What if we I did a shot ski off of you? I would. I would be upset if you. I sent you the TikTok. I don't know if I did, but it's it's four people having a picnic and they're like our age. But yeah. it's at their friends gravesite oh yeah and you're and like, I was you like bet, you, you better bet, do it you better and the, fucking and i said come have picnics at my goddamn gravesite and do shots off my grave yeah i said and i said same except for i don't want to be buried i want to be made into a willow tree so Correct. you're just gonna have oh. like picnics under my willow tree well i'm gonna be cremated that's it you, you're cremated and then they make you into a tree like they press your ashes do you, wanna, into, do you want your tree next to my tree yeah i do and then our friends can just come party there and that could be the party trees yes. it'll be like the given trees but it'll be the party, party trees. trees and it'll be like listen put like a maple tree sap thing in me and funnel vodka through it let's do it oh my god funnel vodka through funnel, it. let's just do it let's do it get a tap what's what's gonna happen i'm gonna die mm. Uh, mm. <laughs> oh shit oh shit <laughs> uh so um ruth was also a huge supporter of abortion rights yes always using her position on the bench to make sure that it was kept safe and legal oh, in so her confirmation scared. hearing in 1993 she said this is something central to a woman's life to her dignity yes. it's a decision that she must make for herself yes and when government controls that decision for hers for her she's being treated as less than a fully adult human responsible for her correct. own choices correct so here's all i'm gonna say about abortion Okay. Okay. I'm just going to take a little sidetrack here. I maintain so that you can have some beer because you've been talking for quite a bit. You know, check that. Um, here's my issue with abortion. Your issue or your? No, uh, not my issue. My issue with the issue on abortion. Mm, mm-hmm. That's that's what I mean. Okay. There should there is supposed to be a separation of church and state uh. in our country. Period. <laughs> Period. Period. That's uh. that's what our country is founded on. A separation of church and no, fucking state. Now, here's the thing. I don't believe in God. I believe that this is it. If people who believe in God think that that makes me sad, cool. All good. I believe that this is it. Your beliefs, regardless of what they are, when it comes to my personal being, should have no influence on the decision I make, especially if yours are rooted in religion. That is what our entire fucking country is founded on, that like you can't look to me and be like, well, my religion says you can't do that. And it's- I'd be like, well, my religion is the flying spaghetti monster, so I fucking can't. <laughs> Suck it out of me. Yes. Um, so uh, it's just so imagine, you know, Christians have such a hard time with Muslim communities um, and they say that they make their women wear um, this thing and that thing. <laughs> but but their religion is making us police our bodies or making us not be able to marry the person we want to or marry or like it's just shouldn't the bottom line be truly shouldn't it just be as simple as if you don't want an abortion and you don't agree with them then don't get one don't fucking get an abortion yeah now here's the thing and we've said this before i don't believe in god i believe that when i die i die and that's it and you know sayonara it was a great life 
I believe in science, all that jazz. If I were to get pregnant right now, could I have an abortion? Probably not. I'm an emotional motherfucker. I don't know if I could. I, you know, f- maybe I would. I don't know. Right. Am I going to sit here and tell someone else they can't do it? Fuck no. Yeah. Fuck no. At this point. No. At, at this point in my life. Do I agree with fucking nipple piercings? No, that shit probably hurts like a yeah. motherfucker. Do I, does that mean you can't go get a nipple piercing? No, by all means, I'll hold your hand Just because do I don't want to get my clip pierced doesn't mean I'm going to look at you and say, Bitch, you can't get your clip pierced. If you pierced. wanted your clip pierced, I'd be like, you're out of your mind, but I'll hold, hold your, your hand, hand while you do, do it. it. Let's Absolutely. fucking go. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's fucking go. And that's how I feel about abortion. Same. Oh, for Christ. Well, fuck. Um, so back, say like give like maybe 10 years ago. Um, did I ever tell you how I had a pregnancy scare? Oh, bitch. Um, like, I mean, like you had like a legit one. I had a positive pregnancy. Oh no. Like how old were you? Oh God. This was back in like 2017 or 16. God. So So like you were grown up, but not a grown up grown up. Well, it wasn't mentally ready to have a child. Oh fuck no. I'm still not. And I'm so, nearing 30. So I was telling, cause I, I wasn't with Michael at the time. I was uh, with my ex who was a Trump supporter and yeah. I was like, I don't want that baby. And um, so like, yeah, you're like I, I was like that. looking up like clinics. I was like, I was ready for it. Like oh, I, girl, I would have taken you there. I, and um, I was, I mean, I was really upset that it like quote unquote happened. Like right. I was like, what the fuck? We were safe. We were, I'm on birth control. Like what and the that's fuck? That's why abortion should be legal. And, and so I was like, so at that point in my life, I was like, get me a fuck i'm not ready yeah, i get me like, out of this like give me a fucking and every time turkey I, baser or a coat hanger get get this out of me so and every so i might be i'm not crazy i think every woman and man should have this conversation when they enter a relationship i would say yeah we're, we're having sex um if what i happens? get pregnant what what happens yep. and every guy would look at me like like waiting for my answer and right. i go well, if it's up to me, I'm getting rid of it. And yeah, they were absolutely. like, and they'd be like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I had one guy who was like, oh, we'd get, I'd buy a house, we'd get married. And I was like, and you were like, oh, maybe so I, I don't want to have sex with you. Guess we're not having sex? <laughs> and, and then um, before I had sex with anybody, no matter how like drunk or whatever I was, in one night stand, who cares? I would say, do you have any STDs? I would yeah. blame, bl- look at them and, and be like, do, do you, you have, have any, gonorrhea? do you have any STDs? <laughs> and they'd be like, well, I don't think no. so. No, and yeah, they could lie to me, but at least I fucking asked. At least you them. asked, and then you could be like, I fucking asked. Yeah, you Yeah, I asked shit. you. Like I, I asked you. I'm just saying, if you ever, if you ever call me and you're like, T, I need an abortion. You would I need an abortion. Would you would come. I would. Me. Not only would I fucking come. I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm gonna get some fucking party city balloons where it's like it's a boy, but then cross it and put it's an abortion, <laughs> and I'm gonna show up with like five balloons, and we're gonna go to the goddamn clinic, and I'm gonna drive up, and I'm gonna get in those fucking I think Jesus now freak faces. I, I would be like, I, I would be like, okay, uh, it's time. I'm gonna like, make maybe. matching t-shirts, but like, but if you said to me like, I don't want this, we're gonna make matching t-shirts where it's gonna be like happy death day to you yeah we oh i'm going in on it and just to piss off the people outside yeah. oh the my clinic. god just to you know after like, this pandemic somewhere would you like to yes. um yep volunteer yep. with me and be a, 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 a let's clinic, go to the uh, planned parenthood on uh bleaker one eight oh, one there's always like four people standing out there praying oh, and god. i'm like listen you're allowed to pray but also like don't yell at people who are going to get a pap smear <laughs> i'm just trying to get my birth like, control okay? pap smears are awful i don't need I'm, you yelling at me I'm about just, jesus yeah <laughs> Jesus hates me. This I know because I tell myself so. <laughs> but if you ever call me, bitch, I'm going to be there with fucking bells on. Great. We're going to do shots beforehand. It's going to be a party. Because if you don't want a kid, you shouldn't fucking have to have a kid. Exactly. And if anyone listening calls me and is like, hey, I'm within driving distance of New York post pandemic. Yeah, I need I need, I need a right hand man. 
Total well, man, hand. I will do. I'm there. We're there. Yeah, we're, we're going to show up with matching T-shirts. Yeah, we're going to show up with balloons for you. Yep. Ice cream. Ice cream. The we work. got it. it. Works. We got you. Yes, for we sure. Got, we fucking got you. Yes. Yes. Pro yes. abortion. For Go sure. for it. Okay, so um, she also fought for the rights for people with mental disabilities to be part of their communities. Oh. Yes, and this that was a big case, but I, I, I this was getting so long that I just like couldn't even include it. Right, right. <laughs> so, and we're actually only we're only on forty five minutes. So I was I'm Amazing. actually I'm actually very uh, I'm surprised and I'm very proud of myself. I think are you getting oh you're getting him food butters. Um, I think I'm good for for the next five seconds. Um. Oh. There's nothing better than a Miller Lite, honestly. There's nothing better. But I'm not in charge. I bring questions. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> That's so when true. When I'm not presenting, <laughs> I've had three to her one. Oh, and um, so T and I and our friend Grace are having a PowerPoint party this weekend. Oh, I'm so, so excited. So if anybody has any, um, any ideas for PowerPoint presentations, I have so many ideas. Uh, let me know. You know, if you know, you know what it is, you know, you know, I know what it is. I know. I know what mine is. Okay. Oh, you do. I I just farted and it smells like ass. I'm so sorry. It's a period fart. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I'm so sorry. (laughs) It's a period fart. So just brace yourself. I can't wait. I'm trying to like get it away, but oh no. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) Okay. We'll go on to, uh, okay. (laughs) Now we go on to her final days, which is perfect for your fart. (laughs) so sorry aren't you sorry i don't want to i don't want you to remember me like this in the weeks before her death uh ruth was still conferring on cases writing notes to friends and continuing to schedule events including she was supposed to officiate a wedding on the day that she died and her the the wedding that she was officiating was um george one of george w bush's like main assistants they met like during her time in the supreme court and they became friends because they both really loved music and opera and so she was supposed to officiate their wedding on their back porch stop it so um she officiated many a wedding i love her i know i do too i wish she could have officiated my whatever wedding (laughs) my wedding to myself i'll marry you you you'll marry me like as in you'll be my wife or yeah. that you'll you'll nah. marry me you'll be my officiant because well, your wife well because when people say my like, wife when people say oh i'm marrying them i'm like are you polyamorous like and they're like no i'm the officiant i was like oh that makes sense can you please say you're officiating I mean, their poly. wedding i mean yeah but i'm saying like when like somebody goes but i'm marrying them officiate you thank you you'll officiate you to me and to you me, i'll be like i'm here to join me and brooke in holy matrimony <laughs> <laughs> um so uh, my cousin Sarah got married, uh, back in 2017 and when, uh, you know, it's, you may kiss the bride, uh, or I, for the first time I present to you, um, or you, husband and wife, or I, I now pronounce you husband and wife. You may kiss the bride. Right. You know how that is. Um, her officiant said, um, I now pronounce you wife and husband. You may kiss the bride. <gasps> and that like, it threw me for a loop yes. because like, that is something that is so ingrained in my love mind. It, and love it, it sounds poetic when you say, I now pronounce you, you husband, husband and wife. wife. And but it's like, it's not poetic. There's nothing poetic about no. it. It's just the, 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 the way that we know it because it's so ingrained in our you wife, wife and husband. husband. You, and then you may kiss. You may kiss each other. You may make out a bit. You, you may, may touch each tongues. other's faces. Like you may touch tongues. <laughs> that's every Duggard wedding oh <laughs> oh shit 
except for one of them came out um that saying like she drinks alcohol now and she like oh, jessa no not no, no, jessa no, not jessa um um, um um the one she with got derek. a nose piercing now the one with derek yes she got yeah. a J- janna and then no, well, not no, Jana. there's a girl there's one who's on. single who who just got right. like she wears like tiny I'm gonna look skirts. it up she's great up. she's and got then, a fucking nose and piercing the one, now and the one that's married to derek they, no derek and gosh but i i'm really proud of her yeah that family went through bullshit like i mean like the girls like well, with their brother oh well, like, yeah inappropriately touching them oh well, like yes they went through some bullshit like some major bullshit oh well, molestation yes they were molested yes and indoctrinated into a cult yes that's what it was hold on i gotta find who they are because she fucking got a nose piercing i've never been oh there she is jill jill, jill dillard jill. yeah jill she dillard fucking, and she cut her hair she wears jeans now she has a nose piercing she's sending her kids to public school cool. love that i am all here for, all for her. her and she so you know the cousin that was always on like um the duggards where they were like this cousin's you know she's brash and she's a yes. free loose woman and you know all free the loose a free woman. loose woman and it was like i only go to church once a week and they're like you heathen <laughs> but she posted something of them with like her partner and then jill and derek and it was like our favorite word of the year is hashtag freedom and oh. i was like i'm so happy so for happy you. for you you got out you got out. out. I can't wait for 20 years down the line. Or hopefully it's not well, that far. Write a book. When they when they come out and they say I was yes. in a cult. Yes. Like I love those TV shows. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm proud of her. Anyway, sorry. I'm just proud of you. Jill, I'm proud of you. Jill, I know I'm you really listen proud. to us with all of our swearing. <laughs> Jill, I'm really proud of you. Jill, I'm so proud. Your brother can go jump off a cliff though. Because he's a child molester. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes, he can. All right, back to our sweet Ruth. Oh, bless her. She died on the evening of September 18th, mm. 2020, at the age of 87, surrounded by her family. Her granddaughter, Clara Spera, took down a statement made by Justice Ginsburg and passed it to NPR's Nina Totenberg, who was a oh. very close friend to the family. And then Nina passed it on to the public when they were ready. It read, my most fervent wish is that I will not be replaced until a new president is installed. Yep. Donald Trump has now announced his appointment for his, her vacant seat, even before her body has even been laid to rest. In a tweet, Louise, not, um, at, I think it's Ahern, Ahern, uh, she's a journalist mm-hmm. and a fictional writer. Um, she stated, this was really poignant, and Grace mm-hmm. told this to us yesterday. Ruth Bader Ginsburg is going to be replaced by a woman who walked through every for, who walked through every door that Ginsburg opened for her so that she can promptly use her, predi- her position to shut them all for others behind her. That's heartbreaking. I say again, Ruth Bader Ginsburg is going to be replaced <sighs> by a woman who walked through every door that Ginsburg opened for her so she can promptly use her position to shut them all for others behind her. Ugh. <sighs> Don't you fucking jump. Voters are so upset that he's, he's gonna thinking jump out about jumping up onto the window ledge. Don't you fucking do it. <laughs> I put a chair there. Sorry. He was just looking at his gun on. I'm like, you, I, that's scary. Like I wouldn't. Like, oh shit. Butters. Butters. Come here, Bubba's. Yeah. So come here. Yeah. He's don't like, jump out the fucking window. He's like, I'm yeah. so sad about Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yeah. Stuff that me I'm too, buddy. But don't window. do it. But don't kill yourself. There's no, no day but today. Butters. It's so heartbreaking. Okay. The replacement. Yes. Also, did you see the one thing that it was like, they pushed through, like, in in the year of Obama. They pushed through in... Butters. It was in February. I'm going to close those windows, you little... Oh! Close the windows so you yeah. don't have to worry about them. Oh, don't fucking do it. What's the matter with you? Stop it! <laughs> the difference in the way we talk to our dogs is 
I'm always like, nasty, no. Nasty. I'm like, you little shit. Don't you fucking jump out the window. That's the Southside Irish coming out. Yeah, it is. That is that Southside Irish. That's you gotta get. You got. You got. You have some Gallagher in you. I told you I tried I know. to watch that. Right? I know, and, and you I couldn't had to turn it off because I was like, "Oh, it's, oh. A, it's a, it's a, it's, it's a documentary." <laughs> I called my sister, and I was like, "What the fuck?" I was like, "That's not our family, but we know that family. We know that family." Yeah. So what were you talking about? The oh, but they so the so in when Obama was in, and they and when Kavanaugh got pushed in, it was February. So Obama, yeah, Obama wanted to um, fill an, a vacant seat, and they were like, "No, it's too close." Mitch to an McConnell. Election had said it was too close to the election February and of an that election year. it should be the next president. And so they did not confirm February. his person that he was in, um, going to put on this, the, the bench. And then Lin- Lindsey Graham even said, you can use my words against me if a Republican yep. nominee, because they Surprise. knew, they knew um, Ruth was going to um, step down. Right. Um, well, and sh- so um, they knew her seat was going to be vacant. And they said, if a Republican nominee, you can use my words against me. Surprise. Is what he said. So surprise, we're using your words it's against your you, sir. Like we're using your words against you yes. now. Okay. Almost done. On the day of her death, my mother, who is not somebody who likes to share her political stances online, wrote this to me and asked that we included it in this episode. You ready? Yes. Susie calls. Yes. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. What a legend. Thank you, RBG. Your relentless desire and devotion to champion equal rights has made our lives better, not just as women, but as a society. We will forever be grateful for your wisdom and your tenacity. We were all struggling in 2020. Pandemic, job losses, isolation, missing spending time with our families, rioting, looting, lifelong businesses closing, racism, working from home with children in the house, fearing for the health and safety of our immune-compromised loved ones, the missed experiences of prom and graduation, missed college's experiences as an incoming freshman, missed sporting opportunities as a high school or college senior, unable to have the wedding of our dreams, hurricanes, wildfires. We're going through the worst years of our lives with no leadership at the top under a president who has divided this country more than any president in history. And now the loss of you, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. We are being tested daily for our resilience. And I say, be like Ruth. We are being asked to overcome the unthinkable. And I say, be like Ruth. Ruth Bader Ginsburg paved the way for women everywhere. She never gave up. She kept showing up to make this world a better place. The trajectory of women's lives were forever changed by Ruth Bader Ginsburg. She was one tiny, powerful woman. I believe she accomplished what she did because of the way she did it. Never in violence and never in hatred. That never encourages people to change. She used her mind. She was smart and deliberate Mm -hmm. in her actions. Let's be like Ruth. Today we mourn. Tomorrow we fight. Oh. Thank you for everything, Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg. May her memory be a blessing. Love me. Oh, I have chills. Look at my goose pimples. Oh. Also, my dog did jump up on the window. I know. Talking like a th- <laughs> asshole he was. I saw. I was like, oh my God, you really did try to kill yourself. My sources were Wikipedia, Teen Vogue, Oyez.org, the RBG documentary, and CNN. And even Cosmopolitan, too. Here's the thing, though. For Ruth, when she was initiated into the Supreme Court justice, she was considered a moderate. Yes. I think it takes, for me, I might not always agree with someone's politics, but if they can uphold our, if, if someone's like, well, that's the, that's the law. Yeah. I can be like, I don't like it, but fuck. Okay, fine. Right. Maybe it should change, but like, 
it seems to me as she was always such a stickler for the law yeah. and would find the loopholes within the law to be like, that's fucking wrong. wrong. And then be able to change it. Like Correct. to be like, well, this, this case, this case, this case, Correct. we can change it um, one step at a time. Correct. So like she was smart in that she didn't just yell and scream and pitch a fit that she didn't get her way once mm-hmm. when she didn't get her way once she would backtrack a little bit and then, and then make uh, steps forward and forward and forward because we would be we if, without Ruth Bader oh, Ginsburg I I don't know compl- where we'd be, I completely we'd be. believe that we would be about thirty years behind where we are today I think you're right without a woman like her to help lead us into a sense of equality yeah which like to us it's such a given yes obviously we've experienced sexism yes of course we've experienced all that never to the level of she did and people of oh her my time God, yeah. And we take it for granted a bit. Yes. Or even something as small as women's ability to vote. That wasn't always the case. That's I know. What was that, nineteen eighteen? Like that took like that took that's a hundred years ago. That took people standing up and trying to make change. And yes. so when that was not a given. Yeah. So And like it's been proved that women are as smart as men, that they are as resourceful as men. Like it's they are as beneficial as men. It is I'm gonna yeah. miss her a lot. I know. I and it too. is heartbreaking to me that she is being replaced by somebody that or she's uh, she might be they might th- be they I still hope have to, to God they still have to go through the same thing that I don't exist you know in. Brett Kavanaugh went through with his right. son his uh, confirmed hearing and the Senate but also, like, still has what to a confirm. missed opportunity if Trump had found someone pretty moderate like amazing as a woman that was pretty moderate and he and he's like it's an election year maybe I'll get a couple Democrats over to my side and I fucking hate him there's no one I wish like would maybe pass away more than me like in a nice, gentle way, because I don't want the government to come after me. But in a nice, gentle way, fine. However, if he were to like, his, did you see his response to her death? Yeah, it was very. Even I was like, pretty like, oh, he he, he has was like, she was an amazing woman. Like he knew that, right? And like, so I think he knows that. They, well, he knows. I mean, he, he's also he a Democrat. No, like, he, like before he was elected, he was a fucking he Democrat. Was. Like, like he is an opportunist. Oh, he's a complete opportunist. And which is what blows my mind when people are like, oh, I love Trump. I was like, he's a fucking opportunist. If this seat in the Democrat Party was open, he would have. He would be screaming, "Black Lives Matter." He's a fucking opportunist. Yes. But it breaks my heart. I was like, this was the perfect opportunity for you to find a moderate. Yes, and, and also a woman. A, a woman who was a moderate who um holds the law and just like i think that he and he could have gotten democrats on his side for 100%. that and that could have shed a light on him that he like yeah. would be like oh like he really I'm here to listen i to am you, here to listen need. and but like he's not he is just trying no. to make he's trying to make the united states the most disgusting yep just i think honestly i think he is trying to start another civil war because i oh, think he, he wants to be the reason it starts like i think he wants he wants to go on down in history he doesn't care yeah he, he doesn't care well, how you know bad his legacy is. is what i don't think it's that he wants to go down in history i think that he knows if he loses he's done for yeah oh he's, he's gonna go to jail he's gonna go to jail or in my theory his entire family will given uh they'll be okay in russia they'll be like we'll give you uh asylum yeah but he doesn't want that right I firmly believe the only reason he's going as hard as he is to like he when he's saying like no I'm not gonna peacefully go I'm not yeah. gonna accept this is because he knows that if he does it's game over for him and his whole fucking his whole family, family. his yeah. whole goddamn family. buddy hey no one wants <laughs> to play with you right now <laughs> knock it off <laughs> stop it I don't think you can hear it actually better 
or I not. mean, maybe not. But, I mean, he's mad at Trump, too, so. Come here. Come here. Oh, you little shit. Again, Gallagher versus <laughs> <laughs> Reese Witherspoon versus Lee Blumont. You're like, Nessie, I'm going to get the Nessie. fuck over here, you little shit. Butters. What'd you get? You got a frisbee? Where are you going? She was an amazing, amazing. I'm so excited you want to watch this movie tonight. Yeah. I'm, She's I an love amazing this movie. Woman. Also, I love the girl who plays uh, Ruth in oh, this. Me too. I like her in so, Theory of Everything. I haven't seen Theory of Everything. That's really good. Is it? Okay. I mean, like, it's good. Like, I'm not saying it's phenomenal. But, but it's, it's But good. it's like, um, what's his face? Eddie Redmayne does a really great I job as um, Stephen like Hawking. He would be someone who's really nice to hug. But he also sounds like Kermit when he 100%. sings. 100%. 100% he does. <laughs> but also that entire movie was just people that I felt like should have had a good friend to them with the exception of like Samantha Barker and Aaron Tveit should have had a good friend that was like, you can't sing as well as you think you do. Can't do it. Like Russell Crowe, you can't sing. Um, Anna you Thwaite, can't well sing as well as you do. Did you even see the, the person that, t- oh, you showed it. Hugh the TikTok? Jackman at half. Oh my gosh. There's a TikTok that I will, uh, I will, I will screenshot it or I'll save it. So, I when I saw that TikTok, I sent it to our friend Michael Crowley, and I I so I told him I said Michael, I have spent the last ten minutes violently sobbing because I'm laughing so hard at this, and I just like it was honestly I think it's one of the funniest things because that is what vibrato is. It is just slightly going in and out of pitch. So when you do it to point five, it's so good. It's so funny. When is when is the Ruth Bader Ginsburg musical going to be a thing? Who would play her? Okay, let's think about this. If it was cast today. If it was cast today. God. Who would play her? Uh, I feel like I don't know. Stephanie like, J. Block. She's too tall. I th- Yeah, it's got to be somebody is, little. Oh, it's got to be someone little with a big fucking voice. Big voice. And who can do it? I'm like, I'm little with a big voice, but I would not want to tackle that. Like, I don't, I'm not. It's not me, bitch. Mackenzie it's not Duane. me. Mackenzie Duan. If it was done in a lab show in college. If it was done in a lab show in college, absolutely. But also like 100%, she would would have the like drive, but also it needs to be someone that like has a little touch of Reese Witherspoon to her. That's true. I guess Mackenzie does too. Yeah, she does. Because she She would be in the final. She would be in the final. Could it just be Reese Witherspoon? Could it just be fucking Reese Witherspoon? (laughs) Playing Ruth Bader Ginsburg? In a Broadway musical? (laughs) I don't know. I Guys. No, 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 no. It would be, um, oh, Gosh. Oh gosh. She's she's playing Elsa on tour right now and she's amazing. Uh Caroline. Uh Carol um Caroline. Oh god, what's her name? She'd be amazing. She plays Elsa? Yes. Caroline Bowman. Oh, oh yeah. Look yeah. at Bogan. Look at how yep, beautiful she'd she be is. Ruth. And she There's Ruth. fucking belts like her life is ending and she is so goddamn talented. Great. We'll tag her in yep. this and we'll uh, take Caroline, you're gonna hey, surprise, when I get you know fourteen million dollars, I'm casting you. As Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Ruth Bader. And, and not the, even myself. I'm like, no, nah, I can't do it. Nah. No, I can't do nah, it. Nah, nah, nah. No. But she good. Yeah. I'll play the villain who's uh, tr- who's going to replace her. Um, Done. I would love to be a villain. I'd Fine. love to play like I was in a cult. Um, Could I who, play Trump? Yes. Fantastic. Can I do it in my own interpretation? Uh, Yes. Okay. So I just, I don't know if you know this. I'm sure you do. A, a child that we mutually know. Yes. When is Trump's hair for Halloween one year? really yeah yeah she that. was like 12 she went as trump's hair what? they bought a bunch of orange uh stuff and she just made a like a suit out of it oh my god she went as trump's comb over 
Seriously? Yeah. Wow. That's insane. Isn't that fantastic? I love that. The children of the future. Honestly. Gen Z. Less you. Gen Z. It's you. You know what? It's one of my favorite TikToks is where it's like, like millennials hyping up Gen Z. Because yeah. we didn't have the balls to do it. Y'all do. We're so proud of you. It's because their parents aren't boomers. Right. Like, do you need anything? Snacks, a condom? Let us know. We let got us know. you. We got you. Like, we got you. You yeah. want flavored condoms? Here you go. Flavored condoms. You want all the sex ed? Absolutely. Here. Do you want an abortion? We'll drive well, you. I'll fucking drive you. I'll, I'll drive hold you. your hand. We're going to have matching t-shirts. Then we're going to go get 16 handles. And we're going to watch a TV show. Yes. And we're going to snuggle. And you're going to cry because it's not fun for anybody to no. ever get an abortion, which is what <laughs> pisses me off when people are like, everyone wants abortions. No one fucking wants an abortion. Nobody wants to get one. No one's like, can't wait. Can't wait until I get my first abortion. Correct. It's bullshit. It's like you get a like a Girl Scout pin. Like my first abortion, you know, like help my elder, elderly person across the street had my first abortion. It's uh, just a it's, it's just a part of life. But if again, it just <laughs> it just breaks my heart that people feel the need to police other people and what they do with their bodies when they're like my guns and then it's like but your uterus and I'm like no one's inside of me when you bought at Walmart two different things so this is my this is my call for the next Ruth Bader Ginsburg to please please stand up please stand up and like to just fucking kill it I'm sure there are I just don't know who they are who's that Illinois maybe I'm wrong maybe I'm thinking of it oh Dave says hi. Hi, Dave. He says hi. Hi, Dave. <laughs> I just got a text. I was like, oh, my husband. <laughs> my husband. Um, I have one question. Yes. When do you think um, Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez <gasps> will run for president? Oh, I, I hope with every ounce of my being from my toes to my top of my head to my uterus, Everything. I hope so dearly that they are. Or at least like vice president. I hope that they are grooming her. Here's my thought process. Okay. In a perfect world. And this is my conspiracy theory. And I don't buy into that shit because I have family members that do and I think it's ridiculous. But this is my only conspiracy theory. It's not even even conspiracy. It's my theory. Yeah. If Biden wins. Okay. Which let's fucking all just hope to God. I'm just going to put it in the world. He's going to win. He's going to win. He's going to win. Biden wins. I hope. Then in two years, he steps down to two health problems. And then we get our first female president by force. Yes. Fine. Fine. That's fine. Then I hope that for the 2024 election, Kamala runs yes. with AOC as her VP. And I will throw my entire body I'll throw and my entire all my life savings, savings at, that, at that fucking campaign. At that like, and then when Camilla's done, then it goes to OAC. AOC. Yeah. And I will fucking, oh, I love her so much. I love her. I fucking. I like, you know, I'm I would not, give her my left leg. If she came out to me, he's like, my campaign needs it. I'm I'd not, be like, which one? My left or my right? I'm not, you know, I, like I said, I think women are beautiful, but I'm not sexually attracted to but women. Her? But her voice. Oh, I can I, listen to her argue on the because floor. Because she does not take any shit. I just like, she just has that a way. She's got a way. I guess she's got a way. <laughs> the picture of her walking with the bright red lips <gasps> and the white suit and all the men are looking at her. That's going to go down in history books. It oh has, God, to. has to. She, and here's the thing. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I hope to God, if I'm wrong, that she's our first female president. Yeah. Because eventually, all these fucking Trump supporters have to die. They have to they're die. They're all old, right? Yeah. And they're all in Florida. So COVID. Like, so from, I'm, I was going to say Trump supporters. Because, you know, there's Trump supporters and non-Trump supporters who are boomers and who yes, are in that absolutely. generation. Everybody's going to die except for my mom. And she's just yes. going to live forever. Correct. And then... Um, <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> Our moms are going to live forever. Ever. They're never going to die. Okay. They're, it's And then Fine. they're going to, um, we're, we're just, that's how we make oh, America when great. AOC runs. That's how we make America great. I will, like you said, my entire life savings. You want it? You, you got it? it? You got it, girl. You got it. You need some hyped, hype, hype girls. We're there we're for there. you. We're there. And she won't even know who we are. We're going to have matching fucking t-shirts at all of our rallies. Oh, God. We're I'm there so for you. I'm so excited. We're there for you. When the rain starts to fall, we'll be there for you. I'll be there for you. Oh, I can't wait for that. I just got gutturally excited about the possibility of that, which makes me feel that I hope that we don't become a dictatorship, like, in my bones. I we'll hope. move. I'll, I'll move. We'll move. You know what? We'll fucking move. If if Trump wins again, I will Here's seriously consider looking to move to New Zealand or something. Well, I, I mean, you can come to Australia with me. I'll, you'll be, in, you know, butters as nanny. Yeah. <laughs> Like my official like H one B visa. Come on over, butters, butters nanny. is nanny. It's a butters. He's very tired now. Yeah, I would move. I think I, I like people say like if you don't like it here, then move. I want Bitch, to. I want to. It's not fucking easy. It's I'm married easy. to an immigrant. You know how hard it was for him to get residency here. It's not fucking it's easy. Not easy. So like yes, I would leave you alone and leave you yes. to your godforsaken if country. I could go to like fucking Sweden. You don't think I would? Even if I just like drove Fuck. to Canada, like fine, I, fine. Let me go. Just let me think, go. You don't think if I had the goddamn opportunity, my favorite retort for that, where it's like, if you don't like it here, then leave. I want to be like, okay, okay. so wait, you agree that when so you don't you like the quality of life of where you're living, you should be allowed to go elsewhere, correct? Yeah. And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, so immigrants. And they're like, blah, blah, blah. and you're like, no, no. You know, what's another thing. This is, and we'll, we'll end we'll here in a up. second. Um, so, because now we're just talking y'all just got a view into what a night with us looks like yeah exactly if you want if you don't want to listen anymore fine but um you could have turned off 10 minutes ago you're yes. fine um so brianna taylor <sighs> um people a lot of conservatives are saying that it's well so this is my research i thought that they went to the wrong house they no, did no, not no they went to her house like she yep. there was a warrant for, for brianna her house. because her ex-boyfriend had packages delivered there at some point but the ex-boyfriend was already in custody of fucking custody so i had it wrong i thought they went to the wrong house so even like i'm right. still pissed Fine. but like but I, that was information i had wrong in my brain so um they said that there was a no-knock warrant and when they went, there was, but the judge rescinded that no knock warrant and made it into a knock and to say the police warrant. So mm-hmm. they said they knocked. They said that they There's announced one themselves. witness that changed his story who probably was paid off. Um, Correct. So they said they knocked. They said they announced themselves. I don't believe they did. Or they did even not. if they did, it was in the middle of the night. And of they're the fucking and they're night. sleeping. Now, if your door was to be banged. Bur- banged open and men start running into your apartment and you have your beautiful sleeping girlfriend next to you and you what have you a do? gun because what you, you have the right to, to protect, protect your, your home. home, which is what they all, which all, is what all, all Republicans fucking, want fucking want. The NRA fucking lot. That's like, what they the want. Panties and twist. Okay. Like where's the NRA on this? So they say so and then they shot the and then they, they say they shot back they said well brianna taylor's boyfriend mm. shot first i don't care this is i don't not, care who shot first this isn't like freaking han solo or whatever or like no or this isn't burr and hamilton i don't care who no. shot first he was protecting his he home, was protecting his home and his beautiful girlfriend brianna taylor entered and so um i just like the argument that 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 
they have saying that he shot first, that they had the right to kill them because sickening. he shot. It's absolutely sickening because it, it just, it doesn't mean that you want the right to own a gun. It just means that you're racist. Correct. Like that's just like, it's just you're racist. You're racist. And it's, and it's hard for people to come to grips with that. Here's what pisses me off. I saw something that was so profound to me about defunding the police. The police should not be the ones to decide if someone is guilty or innocent. That's Correct. not their job. No, they're they not, not judge, be jury, execution. They should not be pass judgment and kill somebody. That is not their job. You are innocent until proven guilty. Correct. That was one of the biggest concepts of our government. Correct. You are innocent until a jury of your peers proves you guilty that's correct for police to come into your house and shoot you in your sleep is illegal is massively illegal that is illegal yeah they should not be allowed to do that (laughs) it Um, could happen to any of us it absolutely could like um, but the thing is if it happened to us it would be a bigger uproar well well, not a bigger uproar there would be repercussions because we're white and and gun owners would be like absolutely they were defending themselves right because we're white because we are white blonde women Correct. It is such fucking bullshit that and that judgment where it's like the only person charged was when they endangered her neighbors. Yeah. Is so sickening to me. Yeah. Yeah. But I maintain and I don't mean to sound like a pessimist. Now I'll say this and we each need to say one happy thing because I don't want to end it on this on this note. Okay. If no gun control happened after Sandy Hook, I don't know what it'll take. If if that wasn't enough to for this country to all ban behind gun control. I don't know what it'll take. I remember I really that happened don't. when we were in college. I threw up. And I went into Caitlin Rose's room because we were, I was yep. a junior and she was, you guys were seniors. Yeah. And I said, and I said, there was a school shooting at uh, uh, elementary school. Like a babies. And, and babies were killed. And yep. Caitlin just like ran into the bathroom and completely threw up. Threw up. I like, threw up was, when I saw. It was just bad. Like, like if that wasn't enough. And there are people gonna that happen. claim that it's. It's never going to happen. They claim that that was a fucking, I'm getting welded out. They claim that, that was a fucking hoax. It's never going to happen. Uh, okay. okay now that i said that let's each say one happy thing because i don't want to fucking end it on that note i'm just saying that was a thought i had okay all right here we go ready yeah go ahead let's each say one tv show we think everyone needs to watch okay um, or a movie and then something that made you happy in the last week okay so if you need time to think okay you go ahead with yours my tv show mm-hmm. would be what we do in the shadows yeah or lovecraft country which is fucking amazing if you're not watching lovecraft country bitch are you not watching no we might watch the first episode okay i've now watched the first episode four times oh my god it's amazing okay okay so lovecraft country or what we do in the shadows okay and something that made me happy in the last week is last night brooke and i and our friend grace on a rooftop socially distanced very nicely had a spooky ghouls night not a girls night and yes i hate us for that pun (laughs) ghouls night and we watched Hocus Pocus, Pocus. and we had matching hats, and we all made a little spooky dish. And then we watched an hour's worth of TikToks. Absolutely. And Brooke made this amazing apple cider, and I made like a little spooky dish, and our friend Grace made like a mummified brie, and it was magical. It was beautiful. And I just want to implore you all to invest in your friendships in the way you can currently, because it will reinvigorate your life. Yes. Okay. That's mine. Um, So the TV show that I think everybody should watch is... um, there's a couple. One is The Great, which you told me to watch. Oh, with, I love The Great. Um, Ella Fanning. She's incredible. Yes, she's so so good. it's very vulgar. I will say and that. so like, brutal. Brutal, vulgar, just very much that. But I like could not stop watching. I Correct. literally could not stop. It was so good. 
Um, and have then, you met her lover yet? I'm done. Does he remind you of Chris Medlin or is that just me? No, it's not just you. He's <laughs> yes. Chris Medlin, if you're listening. Who was in Magnolia? Uh, he was sweet in Magnolias, Magnolias with my friend Michael Schenefeld. Correct. Um, okay. And then um oh, I was gonna say Taskmaster is a show that oh. our um our friend who is now in high school told me about and it's on YouTube and um oh, so it's good. a just British uh like game show that is so funny and so good. <laughs> I love it and you need to watch that. And then um, something made me happy. I'm not going to say it was, it wasn't this week. It was so during the pandemic, me and our friend Grace, our friend Michael Crowley have become friends with these two guys who um, we play video games with, but we have never met them. We started playing Friday the 13th on switch, which is, um, which is, um, you know, Jason Voorhees and like, it's, you kill people. And like, so you're pretty much playing hide and seek, but you just die. And so, (laughs) um, we played that for a really long time and we met this guy, Mark, who was just like perfect and amazing. He's so nice that we met our friend Kyle through that. And then we like eventually all went on the app discord and have like, we have a family, we call it the family elite chat and we all chat on there. And then we have like a chat for other games with other people. And so, um, we've been now have all gone on to play other games together. And oh. so a co- like last weekend, it wasn't this past weekend, but the weekend before our friend Mark, who lives on Jersey, uh, his family was coming into the city to do something and they brought him along and he ended up coming onto my roof. And oh. so we got to like get drinks and like he was hanging out and it was the first time we had ever met him. And he is oh. like literally perfect. Like that both of our happy things were like, investing in friendships yes. that make your heart happy correct because that's all we got left bitches yeah that's all we that's, that's all we have we, left. that's what we fucking got if i wasn't in a relationship and mark wasn't um 20 oh. i literally would i would get down on one knee and i'd ask mark to marry me because he is ladies that or men anyone if you want a good uh, if you want a good guy mark oh mark's very Marky straight mark. and also um he also has a girlfriend damn it makes me sad but i'm sure she's but I'm sure she's lovely. I'm sure she's lovely. I have not talked to her. Hooray but. for Mark's girlfriend. <laughs> Seriously, he's amazing. So that's oh. my happy, that's my happy thought oh. is that I got to meet my friend Mark who that. I've been playing get video games with since the beginning of quarantine I and finally that. got to meet him. Will because, you show me a picture of him later? Yeah, I will. Okay. He's very sweet. He's oh. a very sweet man. Very tall. Like. <laughs> well, now I'm in love with Mark. Like Marky Mark. But be- that's my dad's name. So I can't. He also has podcasts too. Mark. But it's not like widely known because um, not they're yet. actually in like he's talking to a producer because <gasps> they want to maybe turn it into a Netflix show. What? Like they like they want like that's their end goal. Like it it's it's a far Fucking end goal. We could be a Netflix like, show, but they it's like okay. it's like it's spooky and it's about um like um oh. like hometown horror story. Oh, I'm like, into it. I'm into it. It's amazing. Like he's if we were a Netflix show in in this in this premise. Okay, each episode starts with us as our current selves because we're actresses reading a letter to our past selves but then goes into a live action of our past selves who would play past you oh gosh um Kieran Shipka oh my god yes yeah right yes she, she plays Sabrina correct yeah she would play me okay for sure you know who would play me who the girl from eighth grade <gasps> who is uh, oh my Elsie god Fisher. Elsie Fisher oh would be me oh my god hands yes. down yeah Netflix Netflix. Netflix? Yeah, Netflix. Netflix. Great. Great. What if, oh my God, what Should we if. Just fucking do a pitch to Netflix? What if this is, here we go. This is my pitch to Netflix. It. We can have a couple because, like, fine. Fantastic. Not? So, Live what if it is, it is us talking on this podcast and then, but somehow 
the letters get into the hands of our past selves and we completely change the world. Oh, so like, because oh. we have this information and we are like future selves that oh. do not realize, right. We're sitting on the couch drinking. Miller yeah, it's a, it, would, it would be a Netflix movie because you would, you would have to like, it would change the world. So like, not, it, would be, it could be like a choose your own adventure. Yeah. Do you listen to this advice or no? Exactly. <gasps> oh shit. Okay. Well, you know what? We're going to go write this shit right now. We know people in Netflix. We do actually know people in Netflix. Let's do it. Cheers. Cheers. That was a microphone. <laughs> Cheers. Okay. We love you guys. An hour and 20 minutes later, we love you very much. Bye. Goodbye. Dear listener, support for this podcast comes from you. Just for taking a chance on a new podcast. Have a suggestion for a letter? Or do you want to write one yourself? Email us at dearmelovemepodcast at gmail.com. All Dear Me Love Me art is created by Julie Eccles. Thank you, Julie. Music is composed and produced by Connor Simpson. Follow us on all the gross social media sites you have. Instagram at Dear Me Love Me Podcast. 